0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having you on this program, Warren D. Robinson. He's my go-to person for all things media, uh, politics, news, culture. We talk about so much. Uh, he is a, a producer of shows involved with some, uh, some of the most important projects, in my opinion, uh, just about the quality uh, that they bring on both uh, Netflix Oxygen and several other networks, uh, always fun having him on the program. has a legal background as well. He uh, has a law degree. He brings all that wealth of information to every single segment. We talk a lot about politics and culture, the media. Um, I have a, a group that uh, I, I consider really important to discuss media-related stories, and he's part of that group. Warren, love having you on the program. His website is com. Uh, anything you want to add before we get into our our uh, topic today? Uh, no, thank you
1: so much, Kevin, for having me. I, I, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely glad. All right, let's jump into this. Uh, I, I was so not surprised. And, in fact, they've been predicting for around two years that uh, Kirsten Cinema was going to become uh, an independent or a Republican. Knowing the political dynamics of Arizona, in some ways it was just easier for her to become a Republican. And there's still some rumor out there that she might just go all the way and become a Republican. Uh, but I'm, I'm not at all surprised. I actually thought her and Joe Manchin uh, would become at least independents uh, based on the, the culture of, of the U.S. Senate and, and her Democratic colleagues and some of the insanity out there. I hope she stays an independent. I would prefer that. And uh, that seems to be your thesis, too, that it was a brilliant stroke on her part. And uh, let's use that as the springboard. Why is it a brilliant stroke?
1: Well, you know, worst kept secret in Washington, right, that Christian Cinema has decided to become an independent. It was a brilliant move, Kevin, because let's face it, she does not represent the modern Democratic Party and where they want to be at. And so you can rest assured that she was going to face a very well-funded, very heavily endorsed primary challenge from a more progressive Democrat uh, in her reelection campaign. And she may well have lost that Democratic primary. It was going to be a tough slog for her. And so by becoming an independent, she has really put the Democratic Party in a tough position. She's put them in a tough position because now they have to make a calculus and decide, if she does run for reelection, do we still go ahead and put support and money behind a, a Democrat, an actual, another progressive Democrat, or do we keep our support behind Kirsten Sinema because Knowing that if she's in that race, you may very well split that, uh, that, oh, yeah. Democratic, that Democratic ticket and that candidate could lose. So they may have to decide, do we set this one out like they do with Bernie Sanders, who is an independent, by the way. He doesn't run as a Democrat. Yes. The party kind of sits it out and lets him run. They don't put up a challenger because they don't want to split the vote. So that's what they're going to have to decide in Arizona. And I think that was quite smart of Cinema because she may have lost the primary. She she may have very well lost the primary, but now she's put the party and the voters on notice, and they're going to have to decide what do we do here. So I think that was a a wave, a very brilliant move on her part. And can I just address real quick, I've heard this idea that cinema, you know, may become a Republican. She voted with Biden and the Democrats 95% of the time. The idea that she is somehow a Republican, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't, hold, it doesn't hold up. Her record in no way indicates she's a Republican. She's a moderate. And we're so yes. partisan now, and everybody is so far left, that any bit of moderation now, people want to say, oh, you're not really a Democrat. That is the problem, by the way, with the Democratic Party, really both parties. The ideal that you yep. can't be in the middle and still be a part of the party—that's the problem.
0: That's right, and I agree with you entirely. And the only reason why we know that she and him, she and Biden, they got to watch her pronouns, as a professor of mine once <laughs> told me. She, she and Biden have these uh, impasses are only on really huge issues, far-reaching, massive issues uh generally like you said she she votes with Biden uh party line right down uh, you know and then you look at her uh you know the first openly bisexual uh, member of the senate uh <laughs> openly bisexual uh, imagine her moving to the republican party with that luggage you know that not luggage that if you will, that is not going to go well in the GOP, especially the Arizona GOP today. So I agree with you. I think it is a ridiculous conversation. And I also agree that we have become so polarized as a culture that, uh, you know, you, it's, it's intolerant. Um, and, you know, really to go further, when's the last time someone went from Democrat to Republican or Republican to Democrat um, rather than, in, you know, moving independent? I think the last time I saw that was Phil Graham in 1983. Uh, Everyone else Arlen goes Spectre. independent.
1: I think it was Arlen Specter. what, 2002 when he went from – Oh, uh, yes, you're
0: right. Right. He yeah. became a Democrat because, for, you know, in in his case – Democrats were huge. The Democrats were willing to just to take him out. I mean, it was going to be full-fledged. And so, yeah, you're right. He is the last one. And I think before him was probably Phil Graham. And uh, that just shows you how they, they, there's not a whole lot of flexibility in the, in the political infrastructure. If you want that, you've got to become an independent. Well,
1: and that is the problem. You hit the nail on the head. The reason Kristen Sinema has to do this the reason she has to become an independent is because she knows that the party will not back her. We've already had, you know, AOC and others, they're cheering this. They're so happy to have her gone. She knows that they were going to press real hard to get her out of office. And you wonder why, because as we pointed out, she votes with them the vast majority of the time. She, even the bills that her and disagree on, she didn't necessarily say hey let's scrap that she said we need to make changes we need to make sure it aligns with certain values for my voters that's how politics should work and so we should yes. be embracing folks in the middle i love christian cinema by the way i think her and joe manchin have saved not only the country but the democratic party as a whole i i, now I know i'm in the minority uh <laughs>
0: when it comes to Democrats, No, and i'm with you on that they're like they're like, uh, they're like uh, john the baptist in the in the wilderness both of them uh you know, it's like, hey, can we get some clarity here? Let's have some reality check. Um, you know, uh the, these two people are the two most sane members of Congress, from what I can tell. And
1: and they and they've been and there are they've been pushed out. Kirsten Cinema is being pushed into being independent. There are already calls to primary Joe Manchin. You think about this folks do you really think any other Democrat other than Joe Manchin can actually win in West Virginia? So what kind of sense does it make to primary yeah. Joe Manchin? It's just, it's, it's, it's ludicrous. suicide
0: it's and we suicide. can't have
1: a kent party anymore. We've always, the, the, the parties have always had moderates and, and more progressive members. Uh, Zell Miller was a Democrat from Georgia for years who very much, Leaned republican in his views right uh but he was still a democrat and he was embraced by the democratic party right up until the end right because we welcome the fact that we could have moderates in our parties and so now that we're kicking all the moderates out it's not going to help us we're going to end up being like the republicans real soon because people don't like um the the people to the far left they don't like people to the far right most the majority of voters they want people in the middle and remember arizona has more registered independents than they do registered Democrats. So this yep. could be a good move for Kristen uh, for Sinema. I think it's going to come down to the Republicans, Kevin.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, that was my very beginning point, right? The fastest growing political group in this country are the independents. We're seeing that more and more. And in fact, um, the vast majority of people who got Donald Trump over the finish line in 2016 were independents. It, you know, it, 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 if it weren't for the overwhelming independent vote, who overwhelmingly changed their vote in 2020, <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for them, uh, he would not, have, would not have won. You know, and, and it's interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think of who it was. But uh, Josh Hollings, yes, Senator Josh Hollings, you know, the same people who, who independents who voted for Trump voted for Barack Obama, The overall way is fascinating. You know, and and really what it comes down to is that there's a large sector of the population who wants to vote for people who are not tied to a party, but to uh, the betterment of society as they see it. Obviously, two very different worldviews between Trump and uh, Obama, but there's just a lot of frustration about people, about parties that put parties above people. And that's a bipartisan problem, my friend.
1: It is a bipartisan problem, and it's only getting worse because the parties are trying desperately to maintain that control and that hold. And so we will have to see what happens in uh, Arizona, whether or not they're going to put party. I think the I think Kyrsten Sinema's reelection really hinges on Republicans at this point, because if the Republican Party in Arizona, if they uh, elect in their primaries these far right extremists like they did this time, the Kerry Lakes and the Blake Masters, that's going to open up a huge swale of moderate Republicans, especially in places like the Phoenix suburbs, who are going to say, we're not going to vote for that. And Kirsten Cinema is a great option for those Republicans because she's moderate, she's in the middle. They're going to lean toward her. I mean, as Arizona has been billed as a swing state, but, you know, Mark Kelly won re-election there easily. Um, yeah. Carrie Lake lost as governor there. So if you have Republicans voting for Democrats, what are they going to do when you have a Kirsten Cinema, who is a moderate on that ballot? My guess is they're going to run to her and run away from the far right. Now, if Republicans nominate a more moderate candidate themselves, she might be in for a tough battle. But I just with the way the party has been going in primary, place, I don't see that happening. Yeah, so
0: I think that's Kirsten Sinema so has a great chance going to be candidate. another fringe candidate, and you mentioned Kerry Lake. He doesn't get much more fringier than her. She, you know, she could probably make a living impersonating Donald Trump on the stage. I mean, it's incredible. And uh, in spite of being obviously very bright, uh, very articulate, yeah. she is just like a powder keg. And, a lo- and frankly, I, I believe she's a liar. In my opinion, she's a liar. In fact, all five of the uh, Trump-anointed uh, Senate candidates were liars. They were all part of the whole stolen election false narrative. Is there frauds in elections? Come on. Yeah, I both know there's frauds in elections. There's been fraud in elections ever since there's been elections. And really, before modern elections, it was routine when it was all smoke-filled rooms. So was there fraud? Yeah. Um, I I would say Biden probably falsely got some votes. So did Trump, by the way. It goes both ways. But this is probably, 2020 was probably one of the most ethical elections as far as cleanliness, if you will, uh, uh, in in U.S. history. Not because people have gotten better, but everyone's walking around with forensic tools called cell phones (laughs) with cameras that if there was something nefarious going on, they'd be, they'd be clicking pictures, wouldn't they? I mean, it's insane to me exactly. that we do that. And I think we've gotten to the point, voters have gotten to the point of, hey, wait a minute, we keep electing guys like, like Donald Trump and Kerry Lake. Eventually, why bother having voting if it's so unethical? To me, it is utterly undemocratic. It's meant to undermine the system.
1: It is, and it's over. 2020 is over. That election has happened. You went to court. You had your chance to prove it. You couldn't prove it. It's done. And I think even Republican voters have moved on. They've moved on. The only person who has not moved on is is Donald Trump. And that's why he is struggling so bad with this lackluster presidential campaign, if you can call it, that I haven't even seen him. Uh, So, you know, I think voters are ready to move on. And we're just tired of hearing about 2020. So I'm very happy and very proud of uh, the voters who've said, no, we're not going to vote for these candidates who are doing this election. Denial. Almost all of them lost. I think only um, Ron Johnson won in uh, 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 is it Wisconsin or Minnesota, one of the two, and JB Vance in Ohio, Wisconsin. Those are the only two. Yeah. And the rest of Trump's handpicked candidates lost because we're tired of 2020. Republicans are saying, we're tired of 2020.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you, you gotta admire the Republican Party for its great integrity of, of, uh, finally, uh, distancing themselves from... Not because of his ethical issues, not because of government subsidies to his businesses like a uh, secret service staying at his hotel and him requiring that. Not because of his evasiveness about taxation, the first president since you know, it's been expected, which is what, Dwight Eisenhower I think was the first? and We've expected it ever since. Well, not, a, not that, but because they're now losing campaigns, and so now they're going to exercise integrity. Uh, it's no wonder why people are so disgusted, and I can go on about the Democrats too. Uh, I uh, they get they both get uh, this equal amount of support from me, which is Neil.
1: and and that's exactly the whole point of where we started this conversation at. We're going to see what happens uh, in twenty twenty four, getting ready for that because Kirsten Sinema is on that ballot, and the Democrats are going to get a lot of pressure from the AOCs and the other liberal people in their party to put up a a progressive, very progressive, far-left challenger to her. And the party's going to have to decide, what do we want to do? Do we want to back the moderate who can win and who can raise a lot of money for us, by the way, and possibly not split this election? Are they going to give in to the cries of the the, the squad and put somebody up and end up perhaps splitting Democratic votes and neither one of them win? It's It's a very dangerous call to make if the party is smart they will stand up to the progressive side and say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and back Kirsten Cinema as an independent and let her do this. But we'll have to see if they do that.
0: Well, in light of how they're letting her caucus, I'm getting the inclination in the Senate. I'm getting the inclination that at least senators, which includes the Senate campaign committee, is kind of like uh, saying we better, we better tread softly no matter what. They know this much. they don't want to force her in the Republican camp.
1: That we'll see okay. for
0: sure. So. All right. As always, we go far because we have so much to cover, but I love talking to Warren D. Robinson. I will look forward to our next chat in 2023. Uh, Warren, final thoughts as we wrap it up, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, happy holidays
1: to, to all of you, to you, and to all of your listeners as well. And uh, I have really enjoyed uh, being on the program this year, and I look forward to being on here more in 2023. In 2023 excuse me.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I'm still saying 2019. Uh, so don't throw don't that at all. Good to talk to you, my friend. This is The Price of Business. Check out Warren D. Robinson at com. Stay tuned for more after this.